the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Marianne Pinkston and welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I am looking at neuroregeneration and some discussions with a a great neurologist that is out in Florida and Dr. Gordon Crozier from the Crozier Clinic in Lake Mary, Florida, I think, and want to make sure I get that right. But Dr. Crozier has worked a very long time with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and many neurological diseases. I think he has a, a close to his heart, ADD and autism, and has worked with peptides and so we want to discuss a little bit about peptides and what is coming in the future. I know Dr. Gordon Crozier, welcome. I am so glad to have you on finally. It's it's we've waited too long. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Well, great. Well, I know I have met you through A4M, the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine, and you do a lot of great work with them. And so give me a little bit of background and kind of tell us what you are doing now to turn the tide on on neuroregenerative uh, issues. So uh, I'm working with another physician uh, who happens to be on faculty at many well-renowned universities, and we are um, honing down our study, and we do have some uh, approval for the study, so we're going to be able to use some peptides that are not currently in the United States or legal in the United States, uh, but we, will, we, uh, we have approval to begin to use some of them uh, in the study process to study uh, see how people and the best modalities for um, for patients with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, we have to hone it down. We're only allowed to do Parkinson's for the first study, ah. uh, but we will be uh, widening that uh, scope as we go along, including uh, different uh, ADHD and other things, because it seems like for ADHD uh, that medications will work. Um, but they only work for so long. And then some of those medications cause some other neuroinflammatory responses so that they can have other, um, other issues longer, um, afterwards. So we want to, if they're going to have to be on those medications, how can we offset those side effects from the medications? Right. And or are there better options? maybe with peptides, maybe with some other modalities that can be used. Gotcha. And so, so we've been doing a lot of that. That's wonderful. And it's so cutting edge. Let me tell you, peptide, explain a little bit about peptides. I really don't think people understand peptides. It's not a mainstream thing. So I have some of my patients getting peptides from an illegal source online that we don't even know if they're really truly the peptide that they say they are, but they've been buying some peptides on there. So peptides are are kind of one of those things, and they're using peptides and creams for uh, anti-aging and things like that. 
Unfortunately, we're finding out now that they've combined a lot of those peptides all together. It becomes nothing but goo. And so you're spending a lot of money for these creams for your face, but they become goo. But peptides actually are amino acids. They're uh, amino acids that are in shorter chains. Uh, so any amino acid uh, chain of peptides longer than 21 has now been outlawed by the FDA. So we can only work with peptides that are less than 21 amino acids in a wavelength. Any amino acid that are 50 uh, amino acids in a chain or more are proteins. Uh, and so that comes into a different subset. Uh, but amino, uh, but peptides have uh, these disulfide bonds. Disulfide bonds are kind of weak bonds that kind of hold them together. Some of the most critical peptides for our body happen to be very short chains, like two or three amino acids in a chain. Very short. But those amino acids, and everybody's heard of glutathione now because it's on the market everywhere. Yeah. Of course, 90% of the glutathione on the market is not bioavailable. Uh, of course, you and I know somebody that has created one that is bioavailable now. Yes. And um, so, hey, which Solano, is very, very the cool. Labs, we'll throw in the bone. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We'll throw them out there because they're, they're a good group. And But, you know, that, that form, we're seeing really, and I'm seeing a difference even over IV forms, mm-hmm. uh, that it's working better to, to give that form, which is truly a bioavailable form because it gets into the cell right. instantly. Right. Um, but that is one critical uh, peptide that actually helps and triggers over 400 different functions in our body. You know, everybody thinks it's just a detoxification, anti-aging. No, it's not. It's just it triggers you're carrying oxygen to the different cells in your body. It helps with an inflammatory process. It's kind of critical because it's one of the main amino acids that kind of triggers some of the other uh, peptides to come in to help with uh, anti-inflammatory. So, right. um, so there's there's a plethora of anti-inflammatory peptides that actually, if you don't have glutathione and you don't have enough glutathione working at a cellular level, the other peptides are really not going to work as well. Uh, such as thymulin. Thymulin's a good all-around peptide. You know, it comes from the thymus gland. That's right. why it's called thymulin. Uh, but it, it works extremely well. Uh, and so that's kind of where we're triggering a lot of our study is how can we use some of these peptides to decrease neuroinflammation? Because neuroinflammation is what drives neurological diseases, So when you have neuroinflammation, like you have somebody coming in with essential tremors, or maybe it's not essential tremors, but but it's a different form or type of tremors because there's different types of tremors. And so uh, intentional or essential tremors, there's two, those are two main categories of tremors. So if you're having that, a lot of that is actually due to a central inflammatory response that happens first centrally, neurologically, and then that inflammatory response actually drives out. So that then when you're you're trying to pick up a pencil or whatever, your hand starts to shake a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see that and that I see a ton of those people. And they're that really drives a response where they're having a hard time with their daily tasks because they're having a hard time even holding a fork or a spoon to feed themselves right. because the tremors get so Thank difficult. You. Yes. Um, and so that is one of the things there. How can these essential um, peptides, and I call them essential peptides, just like we have essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. Right. Those amino acids are making up these peptides. And so that's what I look at first is 
what are you deficient on? Are you deficient on specific amino acids? Cause, so every and any physician can look at your amino acid profile and say, hey, you know, you're low on this amino acid or you're maybe high on this other amino acid. Why are you high on this other amino acid? Um, so we need to kind of look at that first to discover which peptides are going to be the pertinent peptides for that specific person. Right. And that's what we're trying to do and and do in a way that can be done easily for for other physicians because it gets kind of complicated sure for a lot. Of, you know, even, you know, I don't care how studied we are, we we kind of get wrapped up. And you know, you know me because you've heard me lecture at A4M before. I get kind of a little bit I like to get on that cerebral side of things and I like to delve into the research and all that. So me actually being involved with these studies that are going to be going on is kind of fun. So it's going to be a multi, these are going to be multi-centered studies. Um, so uh, we're going to have several, several of them. We're going to have some out in New York, Virginia, and then here in Florida. Those are going to be the three main areas. Uh, and we're, you know, we've already cre- recruited some patients to begin the first phase of the study. Excellent. So. And um, we got approval from the FDA. So that's the nice thing. (laughs) That is a huge step, really, because peptides are the FDA has been very, very resistant. And we've had a multitude of wonderful peptides that have done wonderful work that have been uh, banned and uh, unable to use. And it's such a sad situation because the peptides are are very, uh, you know, I can say it very miraculous. And, and I know I've seen you guys all work with some incredible neurological patients who have come to life literally from a very, very deep, dark, uh, veg- even vegetative states. And so why the resistance? Why is the FDA and the, you know, and the government so resistant? I, I think part of it is big pharma wants the, the they want to control it. Sure. Um, and we can see that in the weight loss Oh, yeah. arena right now, how they're controlling some of the peptides right. uh, and um, and they aren't going to let anybody else use them. Right. And so but big, go ahead. I'm sorry. So big pharma, big pharma, you know, they're the largest payers to the FDA. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we all do like look at some of the compounding pharmacies. Right. They have to pay for the FDA to come into these compounding pharmacies to uh, investigate them, to look at them. So anytime they come to us, we're the ones that have to pay for that. Right. But, you know, and it's the same thing with big pharma. They come in, they have they, they have to pay these big bucks out to the FDA. Right. Um, but if you look at even I don't know if you've looked on um, Netflix on the uh, Oxycontin one. Right. But look at how they paid big bucks out to the FDA to be able to get it approved, even though they, everybody knew that this was going to cause huge addiction issues. Yes. So it's all in who has the most money. Uh, to be able to pay to uh, uh, the government agencies right. because that's what happens. Um, and I hate to say that because I used to really believe, you know, I was in, I was in, I worked at the university. Mm-hmm. I was in traditional medicine for a long, long time. For 20 years, I was in traditional medicine. I only believed in traditional medicine until I actually started going to A4M mm-hmm. and I started to listen and I said, hey, there's another thing going on here, which actually opened up my eyes to my own health yes. and what was going on with me. And why was I passing out doing surgery and why was I passing out while I was trying to do surgical tasks? And, you know, why was I in so much pain? You know, but it opened up this whole new realm to me. 
where traditional medicines weren't really working. And it's not that I don't believe in traditional medicine. I do. I was, that's how I was trained. But unfortunately today and in today's world, we're throwing a lot out, a lot of legitimate science Mm -hmm. because it's not paying enough. Right. And, and, you know who you know what we were physicians we went into practice to literally help people look at you you help so many people because you have transformed your life right and it's the same thing with me and that's why i get a lot of patients because they hear my story they hear what i went through they hear all the things that i had to endure in my life that actually helped me to help others because i found another path where I didn't throw medicines out, but I actually introduced another alternative things and we'll call them alternative because they're not when you talk to traditional medicine, they are traditional doctors. A lot of them are going like, what's that? I don't even know what that is, you know, Um, but we just try to educate them one at a time. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're so right. And every integrative physician has a story. And and you're right. This is how we begin to touch others' lives. And I, I had the same eye-opening experience going through A4M, trying to figure out what was wrong with me, and and did you know did just that. Uh, wonderful, wonderful, and so much science, so much uh-huh. science. And I, I thought it was all quackery as well. And until I saw the actual science, I'm like, well, I can't ignore this anymore. There's just no way to do it. And we're going to come up on a break in just a minute. I want to I want everybody to hear where they can find and read more about you. I know you also have written some books. I hope you're getting ready. To, it sounds like you're getting ready to write another one on peptides. Cannot wait for that. Um, and thank you for, for being transparent to you about the FDA. I know one of the things that I think about now as I see, I watched TV this weekend, which I barely do, but uh, the you know football is on. I'm such a football nut. And uh, so now I'm seeing all the commercials for all the biologics and just the oh, that is where traditional medicine is going. And each one is six to thirty thousand dollars a month for a patient, you know. Um, and, and so I think peptides, in my mind, is a great alternative for uh, still a little bit expensive, but not like that. And I think it's a great alternative. Uh, do you agree with that? I definitely agree with it. I have I have several um, athletes that I actually treated that were on a ton of biologics. And, and you know, some of the peptides are outlawed by the sports industry. So um, I had a hard time, but I wrote a letter um, to for some of these um, some of my patients that were actually athletes because they failed all the biologics. Right. So I had one, he had failed every single biologic on the market. Nothing worked for him. Right. And he tried them all diligently. But you know what? When I got him on some peptides and we got approval for him to be on it for eight months, right. he got better. Of course. He got better. Of course, of course. So then when the sporting industry would not approve any more peptides for him, he went off of it and he was good for about three months and he started getting a lot of his symptoms back and a lot of things started coming back. He says, you know what? I'd rather be a coach at a high school level than I would having to live like this and try to um, do sports like this because I just can't perform and I can't do it. Not when I'm having these issues. And so he left and then uh, so now his wife is, I'm trying to treat her, but she's um, she's going to be competing uh, in the next coming Olymp- Olympics. Wow. So, uh, you know, but so we yeah. can't. So I can't do things with her. You know, I can't. Uh, and But it, it makes it very difficult when you're dealing with things that are um, you're not allowed to use in sp- certain Absolutely. patients. 
Absolutely. Well, I we are coming up on uh, the break. I want to say something really, really quick about a few people who have uh, supported me and taken good care of me this year. Uh, fatty liver research in South Texas. South Texas is absolutely rampant with fatty liver. And uh, you've seen the San Antonio restaurant scene, I'm sure, before. So PinnacleResearch.com, uh, PinnacleResearch.com, Pinnacle Research Texas is a great source for research, uh, liver research, uh, Dr. Uh, all the doctors that are over there uh, have a great tool called the FibroScan where you can go and get a free FibroScan and also Magna Pharmaceuticals. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, Dr. Crozier. Uh, Dr. Les over at MagnaWeb.com uh, works with De Novo, a methylfolate and MTHFR is something that I uh, believe in very much. Please tell us where patients can or people can find you and your information. They can find me. Uh, I have uh, a website. It's uh, Crozier Clinic. So crozierclinic.com, uh, they can find me there and that's getting revamped now. Good. So my wife, my wife kind of is a big, you know, she's, she's the business person behind yes. it. I don't want to deal with it <laughs> and I don't deal with finances. I don't sure. deal with any sure. of that stuff. Um, I, doctor, I just deal with, I want to see the people. So that's, sure. that's a, probably the best way. Okay. Um, and I also have a phone that my f- office phone number is 407-732-7668. So that's, that's a good way as well. Well, we are going to take a short break. If anybody wants to find us, uh, I'll have your information on drpbetterlock.com. Going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. Depression, anxiety, low energy, weakness, these are just some symptoms of low B12 levels. And the absorbable B12 folate supplement that's helping people declare victory over depression symptoms is De Novo Plus B12 by Magna Pharmaceuticals. Patients with symptoms of depression often exhibit low levels of folate and vitamin B12. The human body needs sufficient folate intake to produce the essential neurotransmitters serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. These neurotransmitters alleviate feelings of sadness and anxiety, and gloom. What makes DeNovo Plus B12 so successful? DeNovo Plus B12 contains readily absorbable folate and B12. That means it's more successful at correcting the root cause of your deficiency, not just the symptoms. Whether you are suffering with low energy, depression, fatigue, or anxiety, you owe it to yourself to learn more at magnaweb.com. That's magnaweb.com. Please let us know at checkout that you heard about DeNovo Plus B12 on The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. 
everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston with The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. And today I have Dr. Gordon Crozier out in Florida who works a lot. We've been talking a lot about peptides. Uh, Dr. Crozier teaches a lot about peptides and kind of got those defined, uh, does a lot of work with neurology and neuroregeneration. Uh, You know, when we were talking about peptides earlier, Failed to mention that the uh, common peptides that people have heard of are insulin or the GLP medications that patients are using. You mentioned it uh, for uh, weight loss. So those are some of the common ones. But there are so many, so many. And I know you tend to work more in the neurology uh, department with neuroregeneration. We have uh, a lot that occurs, like you mentioned, with uh, neurology that there's death of neurological cells. And that is where and inflammation uh, then death. And that's where a majority of our neurological diseases come from. So I know you have worked a lot with peptides in that department. Explain more. So um, these peptides, as I said earlier, uh, number one, we get the peptides for reducing inflammation, neuroinflammation, like KPV, like thymulin. They help Mm. with decreasing that neuroinflammatory response. Uh, As we decrease that neuroinflammatory response, we also want to be able to increase things that help neurologically, like CMAX and C-Link. And and we know that, that PD Pharmacy makes great uh, uh, nasal sprays for C-Lank and C-Max. And a lot of my Parkinson's patients have been on those for several, well, many years now, mm-hmm. um, which has really helped them maintain having a steadiness, better gait, better the, th- those things. So we know that those things help. When you're talking about neuroregeneration, um, the, some of the things we want to introduce is maybe doing some of these peptides IV so that we can actually get uh, enough quantities neurologically. So they'll cross the blood-brain barrier. As they cross the blood-brain barrier, then they can help with all that neurological things. So we have to first set up um, uh, MRIs to to look at the brain first and other things like brain mapping. And we get all of those studies ahead of time so that you can kind of follow the neuroregenerative patterns to see where we need to go. Uh, so there are certain peptides that we actually need some fats to help with it. So um, there, there's some fats, phosphatidylcholine, phosphatidylserine, all those things. But you can give those things IV-wise, which actually will cross the blood-brain barrier and will help with some of the detoxification of the fat cells in the brain. So that then you can introduce things like dihexa, which dihexa, we have to be very careful on how we're using it right now because dihexa is actually a pharmaceutical. So, (laughs) you know, they they took over that one. So some of the peptides haven't taken over by pharmaceuticals. And um, and so we have to be careful with how we use that dihexa one. We can't, you know, tout it out there like we could before. Exactly. Um, But there's other there's other ones as well to help with the regeneration neurologically. So those are the things that you can do. But what do we ask the people to do in the meantime? Well, we ask them to stimulate their brain. So do to do word puzzles, to do different things, to keep their brain active. The other part of that is actually staying active physically. Yes. Because we know that physically being active helps neurological health. Why? Number one, it's going to help increase blood supply neurologically to the brain, which we have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But it actually gives you a better self-image. When you feel better about yourself, you have better positive effects neurologically. Uh, which is that's part of my my book that I'm going to be I'm in the process of writing is 
you know, your self-talk. What does your self-talk, what, what are you really telling yourself? And a lot of us don't realize what we're really telling ourselves when we're speaking to ourselves. So I tell people, you're going to do words of affirmation. You're going to look yourself in the eye, in the mirror every single morning. This is how you're going to start your day. You're going to start by telling yourself words of affirmation that, yes, I am worth it. I am worth getting better. I am getting better. I am a good person. I am. So you start constantly are telling yourselves these things. It begins to sink into your brain neurologically. Uh, and, and then doing neurostimulation where you have certain tools and things that usually has to be done at a physician's office. But there are other things that you can get um, that can stimulate your brain neurologically as well. And then doing, you know, different different uh, entities. And even we're finding there's a doctor out of Harvard doing some studies on um, red light therapy, right. the, the transcranial the red light oh. therapy and what it does. So, yeah. you know, here we've been doing IVs. We put the red light therapy on the one that they're doing the study with, because not all red light therapy is the same, (laughs) but the one that they're actually doing the study with uh, at Harvard. uh, So because, you know, we know that it does the transcranial um, red light therapy is does seem to be working. So doing an IV at the same time is kind of one of those things that kind of help. Um, uh, with that neurological health. Well, you have so much coming down the pipeline. We have so much that we could go over. So I'm going to invite you back again and again. Dr. Crozier is stuck. That's it. But we really would love to. Hey, tell everybody where we can find you one more time, your website. So my my website, it's uh, Crozier Clinic. Uh, dot com. So Crozier, Dr. Crozier at CrozierClinic.com. Uh, so that's, you can, you can get me website. there. Yes. Great website. And then all of uh, this information will be on my website at drpbetterlife.com as well as all of my previous shows. And you can find more information about my sponsors as well, who I again, thank. And I hope, uh, I hope when you get this book out, I get a signed copy of it. That's my, that's my tradition now is to ask all my guests for a signed copy of their books. <laughs> Send one out. But so with, uh, uh, when do you expect some of this information and, and these uh, studies to reach the public where we will begin to benefit? Well, um, this is going to be a two year study, yeah. so it's going to take a little bit of time yes. for um, for this study. But um, so but we're Great. we're working pretty diligently at it. All right. uh, and we have part of our funding. So we have to get so part of our funding came is actually coming from outside of the United States um, because there's some people in some of these other countries that had some help. So we have, um, we have to work with them as well. So, well, uh, I am looking very forward to it and we will keep everybody up to date. I thank you very, very much for being on with me. It's always an honor to speak with you and I hope everybody uh, out there has a fantastic week. I'll have all this information on drpbetterlife.com. Dr. Crozier, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.